Hello. Ahoy. Welcome to the year 2020. I know. How crazy. Does it feel different? It feels... I feel older. Yeah? yeah I'm older. We. You're older than yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Same as will be tomorrow. How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm very good. Good. Glad to hear it. Nice Christmas. Yeah, I, I loved it. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah, I had lots of fun. Good. I'm glad to hear I've it. Kids th- enjoy it? Yeah, we've got so much stuff. I can imagine. Lying around everywhere. Nice. I want you to move house. <laughs> I'll come in and help you tidy up or something. Yeah, okay. You can come play with the toys. Oh, that's the best thing. <laughs> right, where do we start? Um. Well, we've got a couple of bits of news. Uh, we've also got a bit of admin to do from last week's episode. Yeah. Um. Do you want to do socials and our announcement? What I will do socials. Best? So if you want to follow us on Twitter, please do. It at B-O-T-S underscore podcast. Instagram is the same at B-O-T-S underscore podcast. Facebook.com slash bottom of the stream and the website is www.bottomofthestream.com where you will find every season's stream table and all of our episodes that we've ever recorded. Yeah, we forgot to introduce ourselves at the start like yeah. we always do. You're oh. Nick and I'm Adam. Yeah. That's the end of that. Well done. You've got your podcast shorts back on. I have, yeah. It's... See, you've got a little bit of stick on Twitter, I saw. <laughs> it's quite tropical today, though. <laughs> it is quite a nice day. Compared to the last time we recorded. That's true. When it was absolutely unbearable. <laughs> it's all right today. Yeah, it's quite a nice day today. A rare daytime record. Yes. So let's talk about Patreon, shall we? Let's. So if you've if you've noticed, if you follow us on Twitter or Instagram, you'll have noticed that we launched on Patreon on New Year's Day. And you can now follow the show on there and help support it and see where it goes, I think. <laughs> That's the idea, yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, check us out over at patreon.com slash bottom of the stream. We've got loads of nice uh, treats and rewards for you. Do you want to run through what we've got? Yeah, so we've got three levels, haven't we? Yeah, three tiers. Am I, shall I go first? Yeah, if you want to. Okay. So <laughs> you can become a cabin boy. Oh, on the stream boat. On the bottom of the stream podcast boat. Uh, $2 a month. That's and, not bad. Uh, That's like, what, a quid and a bit? Yeah. So if if you deem to join that level, then um, obviously we'll give you a few benefits. So we can give you some stickers because we've got stickers coming out of our ears. Yeah, we have. We've got a lot of them. Early access to episodes. Yeah, if possible. Yep. Depending <laughs> on how quick we record them and how quick we <laughs> We'll try our very best. Um, exclusive episodes and content that you will only get. Yeah, we've got a few ideas for being a Patreon thing so far. Uh, we'll give you a personalised shout out. Yes. And then you'll also get a monthly newsletter written, written by our good selves. Penned by yourself, because I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's, so for $2 a month, you get all that. That's yep. a bargain. That's a bargain, even if I do say so myself. But for $5 a month, join the crew on the steamboat as an able seaman. And you will get all of the above, what Nick just said, including the newsletter and the shout out and the stickers and the exclusive content. But you will also get a Christmas and birthday card from our good selves. Very nice. Which will be exclusively designed. And we've also had some phone wallpapers designed, which are incredible. They're, they're say so really myself. awesome. Ross has designed them. He's the guy who does all our artwork, and they're so good. I was, I've got it as my background on my phone already. It's brilliant. Yep. Ross yep. Cook, you legend. Will, yeah, absolute legend. So for $5 a month, you can get that, which is about, what, £3, £4? I think so. Yeah. Bargain. And then finally, if you want to pay $10 a month, you yep. can be a first mate. Yes. Um, and you can join us in the captain's quarters. <laughs> and you get all of the um, items we've run through as part of the 2 and $5 tiers. Yep. But you will also get an exclusive poster at the end of each season. Yep. Which Lovely. is exclusively designed and it will show the stream table. Yeah, it'll be the stream table at the end of each season. So we'll already have season one and almost season two by the time we get anybody yeah, on there. I think. Not far off. Not far off. I better get designing. <laughs> but 
This is the big one. Most importantly, this is all. the big one. We will give you your own wild card. Wow. So we'll give you access to the long list of movers that we take our randomizer from yep. every week. And uh, once a season, you will be able to pick a movie yep. for us to review. And we'll do we'll it in our next episode. We sure will. That's that's big. I've already used my wild card for this season. You've still got yours left. I have. It's in my back pocket, it's just in, in case. Back pocket. So yeah, you'll get one of them. And it's only me and you that have got them so far. Yep. But you'll be in an exclusive list. So that's $10 a month, which is about, what, eight quid? Yeah. That's a bargain. Please. Look, obviously, don't. You're still going to get the episode every week. It's still always going to be free, but that's just some extra extra content. So don't feel like you have to join. It's just a cheeky bonus. Just a cheeky little bonus. And it help us upgrade our kit. And so all the money that we get will go straight back into the show. We'll be upgrading kit and new gear and stuff. And we just want you on board. We want we want to service you all. <laughs> Indeed. <sounds> wrong. <laughs> a fantastic choice of words, as always. <laughs> Thank you. Not called an a- not an able seaman for nothing. Yeah, so check it out at bottom of the stream dot no patreon.com slash bottom of the stream and uh yeah, check it out and see what you think. Yeah, we'll stick all the links up on Twitter, etc. Yeah, we'll be all over it on Twitter. All over it. We probably Instagram already and all those yeah. things. Yeah, I'll draw some pictures for Instagram. Amazing. Wicked. Good. Excellent. Anything else we need to talk about? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we got some Netflix news. Yeah, we do you want to do that first? Yeah. That's cool. So, yes, Netflix have just released in the last couple of days yeah. some charts of their most popular releases in 2019. Oh, the top of the stream. Yeah. Far, far from where we dwell. <laughs> Definitely. Um, but, yeah, there's some there's, there's some quite interesting uh, things in there. So, I've Run through it. got... What should we look at first? Start in the UK, I would have thought. Yeah, but... So, I've got the t- most popular releases, regardless of whether it's a movie or a documentary or a okay or a tv show so do you want them yeah go for it i've got the top 10 do you want the top 10 yep see how many of these have you seen so uh yeah the 10 most popular things on netflix in 2019 okay number 10 conversations with a killer the ted bundy tapes i watched the first one of those but couldn't didn't really find it that interesting okay so that's a documentary yes is it just like his interviews with the police? Yeah, he did some interviews with a like journalist, I think, and it's, it's okay. them. No, I've not seen those. No. Number nine was Sex Education. Watch that. Brilliant show. Really good. Great show. Uh, really series two's that. coming next yeah, this very month. Soon. Very soon. A couple of weeks, I think. Mm. That was great. Yeah, Gillian Anderson and Asa Butterfield. Yeah, really funny. Great show. Uh, number eight was Our Planet. Uh, I didn't watch that in the end. Was that, that the Attenborough is, one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't. I didn't watch David, that. not Richard. I, tried, I put one episode on when I got my new TV up on the wall, just I, to see what it looked like. Because they're always the best, aren't they? Yeah. Nature shows and... Going around in the ocean and stuff. Yeah. Uh, number seven was Stranger Things 3. Yeah, watch that. I was, I'm quite surprised it was low, that though. Yeah, I was surprised. I would have thought that would be much higher than that. Um, yeah, I, I really liked season three. I yeah, I did as well. So it was a bit better than season good. two. Uh, number six was Afterlife, which was Ricky Gervais's... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did watch that. Sitcom. Yeah, it was all right. I think oh, that's coming back for a second season as well. Yeah, I think it is. It was quite sweet. Yeah, it was. A bit too sweet. Yeah. That yeah, was good. Some really uh, funny moments. In number it. five is The Irishman. Yeah, I've still not seen that. Me neither. <laughs> That's surprisingly low as well. Yeah, I mean, it's hotly tipped for all yeah. award season coming it up is, yeah. shortly. I will get around to watching yeah, it. Yeah, I will as well. Even though even these two weeks I've had off work, I've still not had a chance no. to watch it. Uh, number four, The Witcher. I watched the first episode. That thought it was boring. Give up on it. Oh, really? Yeah. I've not heard great things. No. Because I, I, I was quite interested in watching that. Yeah, I was as well, but... I've always said a pilot episode's got to be the best episode because yeah. that's the one that's got to drag you in, and it just it just didn't. What was it? Just slow. Yeah, I thought so. I think I was, I'll still give it a go, but yeah, 
Maybe. Uh, number three was Murder Mystery, which is the Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston movie. Didn't watch that. It's got Adam Sandler in it. I've seen it. It's fine. Is it? Yeah, it's, yeah, but it's just an Adam Sandler film. Not it's, for me. It's no... Don't like him. Just is. Don't like him. Move on. <laughs> uh, number two is Six Underground. I've not seen that yet either. Well, apparently I do tend to watch that. Absolute balls. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it said number two. It only came out like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it's Michael Bay, isn't it? Yeah. It's the highest budgeted film ever on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Well, I will watch it. I will watch it. Some point. I want to know if it's as bad as everyone <laughs> has, has hinted at. Uh, number one in the UK is a documentary series, The Disappearance of Madeleine McCann. No, I didn't watch that. Either. No, me either. No. That's surprisingly high. Yeah. I wonder if that would be number one. But I wonder if Six Underground would have got that quick, that that high up that quickly. No, that is, isn't it? That is fast. More than a lot more than Stranger Things. That's yeah. The, no, no, The Crown. No, that's that is su- surprising. That is really surprising. Not in the top ten. Yeah. Blimey. Because that's had a f- everybody. That's been out that. about six weeks. Yeah. And everyone's always talking about well, mm. everyone. Who's everyone? But <laughs> it, it is widely talked about. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm going to watch that. That might be my next show. I finished You season two last night. Oh yeah, that's that's good. That's a good show. That's it's about a stalker. It's a bit Dextery. Okay. Yeah, it's I've good. heard it's good. I've not. Yeah, I've, I've not not. not the second that. series was a lot more Dextery than the first season was. So the Crown isn't even in the ten most popular series of 2019. Really? That is really surprising. I'm very surprised by that. You is you was number six. Wow. It's go. it's good. It's worth watching if you get chance. Both seasons are quite good. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Good. Watched anything else over Christmas, New Year? Um, I don't think we have really. No, not, not, not on Netflix anyway. I binged the whole of season two of You, and that I took me most of my time. Too much TV, to be honest. No. In the, there wasn't with, a lot on over Christmas, was there? In all um, Balls. all the sort of family get-togethers and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I did watch Paddington too. Did you? Because <laughs> that was on TV, which I talked about in our uh, Christmas Christmas Day episode. Christmas Day episode with the. Uh, our friends from Grief Burrito. Yeah. Talking yeah. of our, our recent episodes. Yeah. We've had a bit of a... Um, we've been called. Yeah. We've, uh, we're have Losing Miracle Mile in the week that we released the episode was really bad times. Yeah. So last week, uh, our episode was Miracle Mile. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoyed doing that episode. I did as well. It was a great episode. I, I know. I really enjoyed that movie. And Thanks. it came out last week on the Monday. Yeah. And by Wednesday... It was gone. So New Year's Day. Yeah. That went... It did. It, it went was, off Netflix. It went off Netflix, which is a real shame. And it's one of the things that we've feared the most at doing this since we started doing this podcast, that we would lose episodes during the week and it's now finally happened. So it's not good. But then we also lost Christmas break in. Yeah, but that's to be still, expected. Yeah, I suppose you season all your Christmas films. That will be back. No, that will come that back, will come back, back next Christmas, definitely. Without a doubt. But also we lost Murder Party. I know. Which, which I've, I remember that film with affection. I remember not enjoying it at the time, but it's one of my favourite episodes that we've done. And so from series what? From, from our first one. season. Yeah. It's one of my favourite episodes that we've ever recorded. and It's one of the oddest films we've seen. Probably the oddest film we've seen. And but so I think because I remember the episode so fondly, it makes me think of the film. I feel protective over it, and now it's gone. It is pretty much the, the lowest budget. It's basically a student film, Yeah, it was it? definitely the lowest budget <laughs> film on Netflix. That we've, we've sort of looked at in this show. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so it's a shame that we've lost that one. We've lost quite a lot from season one now. We should probably go through and make a note. Yeah. Be something for the newsletter, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's a good idea. Keep track. Yeah. Excellent. We got anything else to talk about? I think that's me done. I think that's me done too. Shall we talk about the resort? Let's do it. Okay, so... This week we watched a film called The Resort. 
which is from 2015. It is a 15. It is one hour and 33 minutes long and currently rated at 5.3 out of 10 on IMDb. It's not bad. Mid- middling. Stars Dugray Scott as a guy called Archer, who you will know from Deep Impact. Is he? Yeah, I, I think don't so. Know if I've seen, I don't know if I've seen Deep Impact. Yeah, you will have. I don't think I have. Is that the one with Elijah Wood? Yeah. It's the one that came out the same time as Armageddon. Armageddon. You know, when films do that thing yeah. where... Like there was two volcano films at the same time. Yeah. There's two asteroid films at the same time. Yeah. Well, he's in that. He's also in Mission Impossible 2. Yeah, I remember him from that. He's in a Ripley's Game, which is a great little film. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Yes, I have, yeah. Ray Winston and John Malkovich. Yeah. I don't. I couldn't really find anything else out about him. He's. He seems like he's a really famous, but he's not. He's Scottish, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I have a name like Dugra. He's got to be Scottish, haven't you? Well, I was more thinking his surname being Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Fair play. Um, also stars a lady called Jessica DeGao. De how De Gaulle. Going De Gaulle. Okay. There's a character called Melanie. Um, didn't really find a lot out about her. A guy called Martin McCann, who played Lewis. And Claire Goose is in it. Yeah. Which is really weird. That will mean nothing to it won't anyone mean to anything. <laughs> I reckon I didn't really know who she was. I recognised her face. She's been in loads of like... And I think my wife said she was from Casualty. She's or been in Casualty, like Waking the Dead, The Bill. She was in like all those like so these are hospital all police dramas. Long-running, soapy... Yeah. Drama. Police Saturday slash hospital dramas. Dra- dramas over here. Saturday night, Sunday night TV. Yeah, Casualty's been on forever. Yeah, <laughs> probably like thirty TVs years. were invented. Yeah. Uh, directed a guy called Steve. Directed by a guy called Steve Baker, who is a British guy and seems to enjoy Nazi zombies. To see, he? he's only made two films before. He made a film called Outpost. I don't okay, you've heard of it. It's about Nazi zombies, right? And then he made the sequel, which is called Outpost Black Sun. Which is also about Nazi zombies. Okay. So he's got a, he's got a thing for zombies. That's so definite. Yeah, but other than that, I couldn't really find out a lot about him either. So it's pretty. Apart from Dugray Scott, everybody's pretty minimal in this. There's not a lot of famous yeah. faces in it. Yeah. And yeah. he's by far he's not the main character. No, it he's more than a cameo. Yeah, definitely. But he's he's a supporting role. Definitely, I think it's fair to say. Yes. Do you have a one word review of the resort? <laughs> Dusty. <laughs> Dusty. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so should we get into it? Yes. Cool. So, what do we start with? Uh, found footage. Yes. And then, but the found footage is of a news reporter. Yes. And then we go straight into the news report. <laughs> we love being told stories by news reporters on this podcast. It happens a lot. And we literally watched the whole news report. Yeah. From start to finish. It's like five minutes long. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a heavy exposition dump right at the start of this <laughs> yeah, movie. It basically tells you exactly what's... Well, it tells you what's going to happen because you, you hear about... It's basically set... The news report's set at the end of the film, isn't it? Yes. And then it goes 10 days earlier. Yeah, so this this news report is basically describing that there has been an incident. Yeah, so basically the world that we're in is a, re- a world that is post-zombie apocalypse. Yeah, there was, there's been a war between yeah. humans and, and zombies, zombies, which the humans won. Yeah, and it's been seven years since the last outbreak, I think they say. Yeah. But it, there was like, what did you say, two billion people died? Yeah, something like that. It's a bit like The Cured. That was post-zombies, wasn't it? Yeah. We've had a lot of... This is our second post-zombie apocalypse film. It is, yeah. Yeah, so basically the news report's saying that this this island resort has been built where you can now go and build and fire, fire? shoot at zombies. Yeah, so they're, they're basically penned in on this island. Yeah. And for a, a large amount of money, the rich can go and uh, yeah shoot up some dead I think it was Mallorca. Did they specifically say I don't say think that? they specifically said, but I think that was implied at one point that it was Mallorca. Because the castle they went to was definitely in Mallorca. Yeah. Because I recognised it from a different TV show. <laughs> really? Um, it, did you ever watch The Night Manager a couple yes, of years ago? Yeah, I did, ago? yeah. So it was, it was like Hugh Laurie's lair. Yeah. 
and that oh. was the same place. Yeah. Um, then that was Mallorca, wasn't it? Yeah. So I think it was Mallorca. The island footage of the island itself, off in the distance, was Future Ventura. Yeah, I've been there. But yeah, I've never been there, but I've been to most of the others. But I'm pretty sure the the film is set in Mallorca. Yeah. So we're going with that. And basically, there's all these zombies have been pending on this island, and people can now pay to go there and shoot them. Yeah. It's a bit like Jurassic Park. Just yeah. go and watch it. Look at exactly. The but the news reporter says that there's been some sort of outbreak there. It's all gone. Something's gone wrong on the resort. And yeah, that's basically. Yeah, she calls <laughs> it an saying. incident several yeah, times. Yeah, she does. But but it's unconfirmed. And then yeah. just as they're closing the news report, yeah. a load of jets fly overhead. Yes. Heading towards the island. Yeah. And that's the end. And and they sort of, oh, look, confirmation, something's going on. Yeah. And then, and then uh, you shoot straight into the title card. Yeah. The resort. Ten days earlier. Ten days earlier comes upon the screen. Yeah. Which I've never never a fan of, but it happens. It's sometimes the easiest way to do it, isn't it? And we meet our main character at this point, who is called Melanie. Yeah. Mel, and she's considering going to the resort to get over some bad memories. Yeah, I just, I just put, there's a sad woman. <laughs> there's a sad woman. <laughs> she did look sad at the yeah. beginning. Yeah, so she's she doing some acting. Basically, I think her therapist is trying to get her to go there to show yeah. release so, some aggression, kind of. She, and she's watching... Like some home video, isn't she? Is yeah. it, whether it says, I don't know if it's a father. It's her father, yeah. She says that later on. Oh, does she? Yeah. And, and he's basically sent her, he sent her back in the war between humans and zombies. Yeah. He sent her a video message. Yeah. Basically saying goodbye. I'm about to die. This zombie's <laughs> going to eat my face off. Yeah. And, <laughs> and she's, she can't get over that. So she's, she's considering going to the resort, like you say, yeah. to kill some zombies to try and work out some aggression. Yeah. Square everything in her head and, yeah. and hopefully move forward. Yeah, and she's with her husband. I think they're married, aren't they? I uh, no, fiance. Fiance. I got. Okay. Yeah. And he's called Lewis. Yeah. And pretty much they go there straight away. We the next scene is in the departure lounge. Yes. So it's like a. It's not. An, it's not an airport, is it? Because do they go on a boat? No. So they're they're kind of in reception, aren't they? Yeah. It's but, like it's, a, but it's like, it's like a meeting place. Yeah, but they're not on the main island. No, not yet. Um. Yeah, but it's where they're. Everyone who's on this trip is meeting and then they're getting shipped over to the resort itself. Yeah, absolutely. So we meet like a, a cast of disposable characters at this point, don't we? Really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Looks they like they get like man. 30 seconds in front of the camera yeah. each, don't they? A couple of uh, stoner boys, a businessman, yeah. a lady who has been left by her husband. Yeah. That sort of sort of thing. And then they get on the boat and they're on this speedboat over to the island or the resort. And when they get there, they all get loaded into these like four by fours. That, which are exactly like the Jeeps in Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. This film is just a remake of Jurassic Park. Also, you'll obviously you'll have picked this up if you've seen the poster or any of our social media. But I do feel I have to put out resort is spelt with a Z. Yeah, because zombie film. Yeah, because <laughs> the resort with an S sounds like a chick flick, but the resort with a so. Z sounds like a zombie film. Um, this is where we first meet Dougray Scott as well. His character turns up who is Archer, and he's kind of. He's on his own. He's got some his own guns. Yeah, he's just moodily a, sipping yeah. some whiskey at the st- and then yeah, Should he be unloads a, a load of yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then he's yeah, unloading a load of weaponry, isn't he? Yeah, of his own. Yeah, so they head to the hotel on the island where they're all going to stay, and then they head over to orientation. Yeah, so this is where they have their safety briefings and what, just shoot some guns. Yeah, it's a firing zone. <laughs> it's a firing range, isn't it? It's just a a shooting range, and then. But nothing really happens apart from there's this really weird bit where like Mel is trying to shoot some guns, yeah, and then there's like a strange sexy thing 
with Lewis <laughs> where he's like sidles up behind her yeah. and starts talking about like putting the barrel and it's it's all a bit <laughs> bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's very shoehorned in. Yeah. It's like they're trying to establish their relationship but too late into the film. But they've got no chemistry right at the start. No, they haven't. They don't have a lot of chemistry all the way through. No. But yeah, and they just shoot some guns. They're firing at paper cutout zombies, aren't they? Yeah. Just to see how good they are, I guess. And there's stoner, there's two, like, I don't say stoner boys, but they're, they're like... They're gamers. Yeah, they're, like, proper... They're only supposed to be 16, but they're both looked at, like, mid I have issues with that, yep. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they're basically just there to shoot the shit out of everything that they can come across. And then they go to the welcome party. Yeah. There's an evening, there's a... a like basically, a, a piss-up the night before they yeah. get started. Yeah. Where they meet Valerie, who is in charge. Yep. She's, like, the big boss woman. This is Claire Goose's character. And she kind of does a speech and... It's basically just introducing people to the concept and trying to fire them up a little bit, isn't she? She's basically, yeah. yeah she she gives this like rah rah speech, basically yeah. of just go out there and we're shoot the survivors, with the better, have fun, and yeah. spend your money. And she says every apocalypse deserves an after party. Yeah, it's a bit weird. It's like this is a public service we're providing. Yeah, she's very keen on her, very keen on what she's up to. But they they bring out a zombie yeah, sort of chained up behind her. Yeah, and. It's quite. It is quite creepy. So the, the actual makeup and stuff on the zombies was pretty good. Yeah, it was yes. to be fair. Better than I expected. Yeah, they were they were very Walking Dead type zombies. Yeah, and she keeps the zombie at arm's length, and it's yeah. it's keeps going for. Her. I know. I was sure she was going to turn around and shoot it. Shoot it. Yeah, I did. But as it well. never happened. But she just like face to face with it, didn't she? Yeah. But while all this is going on, we see a lady break into the control room. Yeah. So this is uh, one of our other main characters called yeah. Sadie. Yes. So she's the lady who was jilted by her fiance yeah um, and she sneaks away from the rest of the party very easily gets into a control room yeah there's no security there no, at all no she knows um, exactly where to go yeah and exactly what to do she puts in some sort of like memory stick yeah into the system and that's the last we see of it for a while uh, she, well she types in a password which she has written on her hand oh yeah she does is, it's not the most it's not the most uh, uh, ingenious bit of hacking definitely but not but but Archer sort of notices her yeah, go in and out of this little room. Yeah. And kind of the next morning then, I think we get to, don't we? And one of the tech guys finds three, some corrupted files. Yeah, on the well, I thought it, I thought this is not going to kick off. We're going to get some scenes. This party's going to like, you know, go they crazy. Might kill some zombies and stuff. Yeah. No. No. Just next morning. morning. after. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> nothing, nothing happens at that party. So the next morning, one of the tech guys, I didn't catch his name. I, I don't know. I'll don't just know. call him nerd. Nerd, nerd one. He finds some corrupted files on his system, but they choose to ignore it until later that day. Yeah. And they've, cause it, it's all, everybody's about to go off into the island and they've not got time to sort it out. Um, so they load up into a bunch of, a bunch of more four by fours, different four by fours. Yeah. So these ones are white with a Z on the side. So our, our protagonists are in the, who are in this Jeep are, um, the two gamers. Yeah. Um, Archer, who's do Grey Scott's character. Yeah. Sadie, who's we've just seen sneak away and do this hacking. Yeah. And then you've got Mel and her fiance Lewis. Yes. And they right, they are led by a guide. Yes. As well. Who was called Nevins. Yeah. Um but just as they're leaving, the doors start to malfunction briefly. That's supposed to lock behind them. Yeah, the system sort of system throws a bit of a wobbly. But they, they get it back under control. Well kind of. The the tech guys literally just bang the side of the monitor. Yeah, and it, they, they close. And then you we meet up with another group for a little while, don't we? Who uh like yuppie businessmen kind of yeah it's just background these are background, background characters. characters so there's yeah. a rich obnoxious american businessman yeah and some rich obnoxious chinese businessmen <laughs> yeah 
and they've got the, they've got their own guide and a different thing but they're they're on like a shooting range they're not out yeah. in the real world shooting zombies they, these are all like chained up to you know like in, in a shooting range where they pop up out of windows yeah and that's it's that sort with the setup. duck could pop up or the yeah. little target yeah they've they've sort of chained the zombies, zombies to hinges on on sort of doors so they'll flip around into the window and things like that yeah and we just get a few little funny scenes of them shooting at zombies and yeah, just sort of rage shooting with yeah, these being crazy massive guns. Yeah, clearly compensated for something. Like that. <laughs> um, and then we get back to our main group who we're with, and they they've come across a huge group of zombies on the island, and they're looking kind of down at it off of like a rock face. Yeah, they're sort of they've been given they've parked up on this sort of cliff top. They've got a high ground, haven't they? Yeah, and there's a lot of zombies. Yeah, in the Walking Dead, this would be a horde. It's yeah. just like. There's a lot and a lot, a lot of zombies. And Mel sort of says, "Oh, I didn't expect there to be so many." Yeah, there's hundreds there's below them, probably thousands. Yeah, there's a lot. And the two gamer guys, they just kind of get their guns and they start raining fire down on them. Yeah, they completely miss absolutely everything. Yeah. <laughs> just they're spraying bullets, but they're no good. They're yeah. just. I thought these two were going to be really irritating all the way through this, but they they're kind of endearing and towards the end. Really? No, I found them pretty irritating. Really? The even, the, even the guy who survives yeah. the longest. Oh, I yeah. thought he was quite good towards the end. Yeah. Okay, we'll get to that. Um, and so Mel's got one in her sights and she's got like a sniper rifle. Yeah. And she puts a, a lady zombie in her sights, but it makes eye contact with her. And so she bottles it. She she can't shoot it. No. Because she doesn't want to. But Archie manages to take it out of a sniper. Yeah, and then he, he disposes of sort of five or six of them just, really quick. Yeah, one shots, like headshots, loads of them. And Lewis kills a couple as well. Yeah. Uh, where do we get to now? Uh, the nerds are back in the control oh, room, yeah. still trying to fix the uh, the issues with the computers. Yeah, they're trying they're to figure out what the hell's going not on. Not really having much luck. And yeah, so then our, our group of guys head to a campsite at that point, I think. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to stay out on the island overnight. They're obviously, they've got to be safe because they're not just going to let them sleep out with a load of zombies yeah. walking around. They're in like a safe zone. Uh, intense. It wasn't that intense. <laughs> Oh, they're in tents. Yeah, that's when it's revealed that the two gamer guys are sixteen, and it was yeah, because like, they like try to hit what, on. What are you talking about? Yeah, because <laughs> they look at least twenty-five, maybe even. I think you're being that. generous. Yeah, yeah. Maybe even older than that. It's not subtle, this film, is it? Not at all. Because and all the way through this, like, do Grey Scott's doing some acting in inverted commas because yeah. he keeps like looking at Sadie. Yeah, <laughs> as if like <laughs> like I know I you're know up about to something, you. but he never says anything. No, no. So it just looks a bit like. Creepy. <laughs> if you say a lot. that first bit, yeah, it would like, be what is this dude all about? <laughs> he's just eyeing up this younger lady. He doesn't do a lot in the whole film. He's he's not like acting very often, is he? He's just not wandering really. around moodily. Yeah. Um, but then back with the nerd guys, and the whole system goes down. Yeah. So it it's... crashes, then recovers, then crashes again. Yeah. And so the zombies are free everywhere on the the whole islands now. All the fences are down. All the gates have opened. All the locks have undone on the necks and stuff. Well, I quite. This is one of my favourite bits in this film. Was when, so that annoying rich American businessman from the sort of minor characters Jeep. Yeah. He's taking a piss. Yes. In the shooting range, and he's he's literally pissing up one of the zombies. Yeah. That's tied up in the shooting range, and its cuffs unlock. Yeah. But then, because the systems recover, they lock back up again. Yeah. I quite like that. Yeah, it was nice. I was like, touch, oh, he's going to get. Ri- oh no, oh, he's no, all right. right. Um, yeah. So that that was probably one of the high points of this for me. <laughs> uh, but then it all kicks off. Yes. Yeah. Because the systems do go down. Yeah, properly. the systems go completely down, and zombies first they get into like the hotel area, don't they? The resort area. Yeah, they're quite clever zombies, aren't they? Yeah, they they can open doors and that sort of thing. But as as the systems are failing, yeah, they they notice 
that the alarms are on. Yeah. And and they notice straight away that the locks have certainly got some sort, sort of, of shot back, don't they? Yeah, they've got some sort of compass mentis yeah. to them, haven't they? They're, they're not bit, they're not they're just not rambling mindless. mindless no zombies. No, they don't seem quite to clever. Be. Which works quite well for this some of these situations. Yeah, definitely. Um the first guy to go is the guy in the control room, the tech guy. Yeah. Because the zombies get into the control room straight away. Yeah, very easily. Very easily. And so there's a lot of people being bitten and people being chased and killed. Valerie is in there as well. She manages to lock herself in her office. But I like this as well because she, as she's running to her, her so the zombies run into the control room. She starts to make, Valerie starts to make a, a move to her office. But the zombie who has come into the control room is one of the same zombie who they bought out poolside. The yeah, night it was before. like it was trying to chase her down, wasn't it? And it recognised her and yeah. screamed at her. Yeah, that was horrible, that scream. So it like, it had targeted her. Yeah, it knew so it's she another, was the one it wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Example of them being quite clever. Yeah. Um, but she just, yeah, she makes it into her office, doesn't she? Yeah. And just as she gets in, there's a, a message comes up on the screen that says brimstone protocol activated. Yeah. And there's a certain time left at that point. Yeah. And all, the, all this is all intercut with the zombies sort of invading the by the pool area. Yeah, they're, they're taking out the everyone who's sort of sitting enjoying a drink and whatever. Yeah. Which is obviously not good for our guys who are in the tents. No. And but they have no clue what's going on. They've they've no idea what's happening. Uh, and Melanie and Sadie have a bit of a bonding session because they're keeping guard over overnight, aren't they? Yeah. And so Melanie gets up and speaks. They just have a bit of a chat, don't they? Girl on girl action. <laughs> it's not that kind of movie. It's not that kind of movie. Um, they just had a bit of a boring talk. Yeah, a bit of a chat. She, Melanie tells her about her dad. That's the point where you find out that was her dad yeah. in the video. And then all of a sudden they see a zombie. Yeah, sort of. This one is a slow one. Yeah, because they are all different speeds. Yeah, there are some fast ones later on, but this one is just sort of. They they mentioned that. At one point. I'm not it. sure when it is, but they mentioned that because they're all been on the island since the outbreak, they're like not fresh. Okay. So they're like older zombies. Oh, I see. Which is why the ones later on are faster because they're more got you fresher. Oh, that's know. that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, so Sadie gets it in her sights, but she can't shoot it. She's all the women are unable to shoot guns in this film. Yeah, so I'm not really a fan of that. I think Sadie and Mel, which who are normally the two female leads, yeah, they're not portrayed well in that. No, probably they not. they need rescuing all the time. All the time, yeah. And yeah, I didn't like that. <laughs> So she can't shoot it, and Archer just does out of nowhere. Just comes up with his big rifle, shoots it in the head. Yeah. So Nevin's the guide. Yep. Gets up on top of the jeep, and he sort of repoints the spotlights that are on top. And it turns out they're pretty much surrounded. Yeah, there's loads of them. So the girls run off and hide. Yeah. And all the boys come out. Of course out. they do. Yeah. Even the two young lads come out with their guns, and Nevin's got his, and Archer's got his, and Lewis has got his. But the two girls just run off and hide. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't even like that. <laughs> and I knew you'd pick up on it. But while they're hiding, Mel Archer asks Mel to get him another magazine. Yeah. Or he shouts magazine at her. So she runs off to get one and she gets attacked hands while she's a, getting it. Hands him a copy of Heat. <laughs> <laughs> and so she gets attacked. So Sadie ends up saving her. And eventually they all end up on the roof of the truck. Yeah. And yeah, and they get in this firefight, basically. Yeah. But Archer doesn't. He's too cool to get on the roof yeah, of the he truck. Get on the roof. So he's just standing there picking off zombies. <laughs> Because he's the only one that's actually a decent shot. But one of the uh, the gamer boys gets killed at this point. Yeah, it's the black guy, isn't it? Yeah, always first. <laughs> Which, again, I felt quite uncomfortable. Yeah. It's like, really, in this day and age, <laughs> the, you've killed the black guy first. Yeah, it's like a movie trope, isn't it? Yeah. I didn't catch his name, was it Isaac? Uh, Alfie. Alfie. I don't know where I got Isaac from. Not sure. But but eventually, you know, okay, yeah, they lose Alfie, but they... They clear the whole area. To, 
they defeat the rest of the herd. And we get to the next morning, and the van won't start. I didn't understand that either. Nope, not me. Because <laughs> they tried to start it at night, hadn't they? I think. Yeah. Why? Why isn't so? Everything's down, but the, and the van, the jeep won't start. Maybe it's like the Jurassic Park jeep, so they're on a convenient. They're on a track like the Jurassic Park ones. <laughs> I were. don't think so. <laughs> anyway, it won't. Anyway, and that's where the guide realizes that the brimstone protocol has been activated. Yeah. Nevin, and he explains to them that that means that in a few hours. The island will be leveled. Basically, that's what they do. If if any area gets overrun by zombies now, the government just take the whole thing out. Yeah. And so he says they've got a limited amount of time now and they need to come up with a plan, which they do. They realise they can get back to the dock area, but they have to go off-road. They have to take the quickest route from point so, A to point B. I was a bit confused at this point. I, I might have just missed it. Was the, I know their plan was to get to the docks. Yeah. Did someone mention about specifically a boat was coming to collect people? Maybe. Like before Brimstone got out. Don't think so. Oh, maybe. I might be wrong. Maybe I made that up. <laughs> oh, good, because I didn't think that made any sense. Well, they need to get back to the docks. That's yeah. the ultimate. That's their ultimate goal. That's the what they're trying to do now for the rest of this yes. film. And then it comes up on the screen, four hours and 50 minutes till Brimstone. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so they're all following Archer through the forest. So I, this bit made me laugh quite a bit. They're um, all following him through like the jungle area. It's not a jungle. What is it? Forest, wooded area. Yeah. Wasteland. It's... <laughs> It's a very well-marked wooded... Yeah. It's, we're not talking like they're going through, having to no, it's not machete their way through no, they're just walking through a here. woodland path. They're on a footpath yeah. in, in a nice wood. <laughs> and Lewis goes up to Archer and says, who made you the leader? And he says, you, when you started following me. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was quite funny. I like that. <laughs> the, these characters are bad, though. Yeah. That, that Lewis character, particularly, he was who's, awful. who's Mel's fiance, is probably the worst of a bad bunch. Like an ex-soldier, wasn't he? And he yeah. was exactly how you would imagine an ex-soldier to act. He was not. But so just lazy wooden. and badly written and yeah. badly acted. Agreed. Yeah. He was probably the worst one out of all of them. Yeah. At this point, one of them gets attacked by the other guide. So the guy that we met earlier on, this yes. is Jack now, isn't it? Who's the other gamer guy? Yeah. So this is the, the guide who worked for the resort who was taking the rich businessman round. Yeah. He suddenly jumps out of the woods. Yeah. I have no way. He's a zombie. And attacks Nevins. Yeah. No, he attacks Jack. Oh, does he? And then okay. Nevins kills him. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. So they work. They they sort of avoid that hazard. Yeah. And then they walk a bit further down this lovely path, and there's a gate. Yeah. Like a checkpoint. Yeah. And a jeep, presumably the. The jeep, jeep from the other party yeah. has sort of rammed it is the jeep part, from the other party. part way through this gate. Yeah, so they've got to try and climb through. There's a very small gap, gap. between the jeep and where this fence has peeled back. Yeah. So they can only get through one at a time, very, yeah. very slowly. Yeah. <laughs> Just to ratchet up, try and ratchet up some tension. And suddenly, zombies start Coming. pissing out of the woods. Yeah. So... The girls go through first. Yep. Sadie goes through first, followed by Mel. But just as Mel's going through, uh, one of the businessmen from earlier is a zombie. He pokes his head out the window. That's right, yeah. And tries to attack Mel. So Sadie shoots it. Yeah. Sadie gets the kill. I think it's the first one. I think it is, yeah. And they eventually all get through, but Nevin stands too close to the fence and gets bitten oh, in the neck. What a plum. Yeah. So Mel kind of goes to him, tells him everything's going to be okay. Just as she says that, Archer blows his head off. Oh, no, Lewis blows his head off. Yeah, Lewis Sorry. did it. Her boyfriend. Yeah, didn't go down very well. No, I think the, the wedding's off at he that point. He wasn't even dead. <laughs> he, no. even, he, wasn't, he was going to die and he was going to turn, so it did have to happen, but it didn't necessarily have to happen there. Yeah, the wedding's definitely off by yeah. that point. <laughs> yeah. Her reaction to that. Um, and then we get 
another message on the screen saying two hours and 20 to brimstone yeah this film's definitely not in real time that was <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> it's not. like two and a half hours have passed just for them to climb through that fence and this is where it, this is where archie uh, archie this is where archie reveals the truth oh no you just randomly out sadie yeah just out of nowhere just they've got through this gate and then he's like ah you you're that girl from the other yeah, night i saw you go into that room he didn't watch what she did no all he knows is that she went in the control room and came back out yeah. again but he's just and he literally goes i know obviously he might have the suspicion but somehow he's put it all together in his yeah, head. he's jumped to this, this conclusion is all your fault. he's absolutely right oh yeah he's jumped, he's jumped to this conclusion out of nowhere but in in reality there's no way he could no there's no way he could have known <laughs> not at all that's stupid um, she explains that she didn't really know what she was doing she so she's not a hacker she's not a hacker she's just been hired to do it hence her having the stuff, stuff written in her, her hand. hand and stuff so and she's a, she's basically a zombie rights activist yeah and she was she's got this she had this memory stick and what she was what she was doing was downloading files from their system yeah that's what so she thought evidence she was doing. to take back yeah so she was completely unaware that by doing this she uploaded Corrupted some kind of system. virus to yeah. the system she didn't she didn't have any clue that that's what she was doing but that is what she was doing and then they get to like this overgrown town it's like a it's got a comms tower yeah they're headed for this comms tower aren't yeah they? and so they get they get there where there are lots of zombies there's bodies everywhere yeah like dead people but there's a lot of zombies rocking around and i didn't catch out but somehow jack and sadie get separated they're all trying to cross this courtyard right and again they go sort of one by one yeah and jack and sadie so that's um our activist and one of the, the remaining gamer guy yeah they're the last two to go right and but before they can cross another herd of zombies sort of comes pouring in yeah archer does a load of army secret signals yeah. which they understand yeah, straight yeah, away just out of nowhere <laughs> which basically and basically they were trying to loop around and meet them the other side of the building so yeah somehow. and they almost make it nearly nearly but unfortunately sadie in one of the kerfuffles gets bitten on the arm yeah so there's they're back in that shooting range from earlier yeah. aren't they yeah with the, where the zombies where the are zombies tied are... to yeah doors and stuff like that yeah and they have to kind of sneak past one don't yeah. they because that one's still tied up yeah even though all the locks are yeah i didn't get up. that no i didn't get that either. <laughs> Very convenient for the yeah. plot. Plot point. And she gets bitten on the arm and so she kind of sacrifices herself. Yeah, well she's she she gets bitten while sort of trying to push Jack, Jack through. Yeah. So she can't basically saves him. She saves him to sacrifice sacrifice herself to save him. And then she gets engulfed by the herd yeah, as like he a, runs off. Yeah, they should they just take her down, don't they? But she passes him the stick. Yeah. With the whatever she's downloading. Yeah. On. And he manages to he manages to get back to the to Mel Lewis and Archer, doesn't he? And, yeah. But he's running at like as fast as he possibly can yeah. whilst he's being chased by these zombies. He's running so fast that he ends up he dives through the gate and runs straight into the wall. Yeah. Did you know? I thought that was really funny. He just hit the wall, uh, and then it comes up on the screen. Fifty five minutes to Brimstone. Yep. So we're we're flying through this timeline. So we're they're all back together now. Jack, Mel, Lewis, and Archer. These are our remaining four, and they open this door in this room, and there's a really really dark like corridor behind it. <laughs> Yeah, proper dark. It's pitch black. It's pitch black. Can't see anything. And I think Jack says, "Are we really going into the dark room?" Until they're in there, and yeah. suddenly it's all quite well lit. And you can see there's no light source whatsoever. No. But Mel but... was able to sort of, oh look, I've got blood on my fingers yeah. from the bottom of my shoes. We're yeah. walking through like sticky stuff, and you can clearly see the colour. <laughs> I, I, I know it's a silly thing, but you've just told me this is a pitch dark thing we're going into. Yeah, and I can see everything perfect. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not asking for too much, you know. Yeah, it was like in uh, Christmas break in the other week when that guy was running around the dark school. Yeah, but it wasn't dark at all. No. 
Um, but then they find this really weird, like, cattle run kind of area. It's like a maze of yeah. wire fences. And they kind of make their way through it. It was like, you know, in that very last episode of Friends, where they go to the airport. Yeah. Ross and Phoebe. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you're going to say. And Phoebe runs past the... The queue. The queue, the um, ribbon... Yeah, safety barrier queue, and Ross goes in and walk goes all the way around it. That, that's what happened. That's exactly what happened. And they were running through these cages. Yeah, because the to... cages started rattling. Yeah, they did, which was quite creepy. Yeah, so you knew that like Something they were being pursued. On. Yeah, and then they find this like even weirder bit where the walls are hot. Yeah, they're in an oven. Yeah, they're in like basically a... they're surrounded by element heating elements. Heating elements. I thought it was electric at first, but it yeah. wasn't. It was just like heat, wasn't it? it? Was that was really weird. And then. All of a sudden, Jack gets bitten by a zombie that comes out of nowhere. It's a ceiling zombie. It was a ceiling zombie. Yeah. It, just, it just came out of nowhere. So this, this part of the ceiling falls in. Yeah. And there's yeah, zombies right. on a chain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because why not? Yeah. And it takes a chunk out of Jack. Yeah, and he gets bitten. And I was quite sad at that point because I'd kind of grown on it. He'd grown on me a little oh, bit. I thought he was annoying as fuck. <laughs> I thought he was going to be annoying, but he, he grew on me a little bit. I didn't, I didn't think he was as bad as I was expecting him to be. I was quite happy that he went... <laughs> Fair enough, to be honest. But um, Archer puts him down, finishes yeah, him off. Archer kind of shoots him in the head. Yeah. So we're down to three. We're down to Mel, Lewis and Archer. Yeah, so they bust out sort of from this oven type place yeah. through another door and they're in a refugee camp all yeah. of a sudden. It's just, which was referenced in the news report at the uh, start. It was at the, at the beginning, yeah, because the island's also like a refugee detainment area. Yeah. I think. Well, there's part of, on the beach, yeah, they, they talk about how there's this camp yeah, growing refugee camp. Yeah, near the resort, and this was probably the best bit in the film. Yeah, there's a really good idea here. Yeah, which probably could have been a film on its own. Yeah, <laughs> and and what's the twist? The twist is that the people who run the resort are taking these refugees and making them into zombies. Yeah, and they're aging them by making them run through these heated room, this heated room, and this cattle run, and that's what's making them feel like they're older zombies than they actually are. I I did think that was a really clever idea. Yeah, because they they don't want these like fresh zombies because they're too difficult to kill. So they need aged zombies, and yeah. that's what's aging them. So they've got this production line, yeah, of like you say from this, these refugees, which they're then repopulating the resort with. Yeah, because obviously so they're going to run all out. These eventually. rich people can come and shoot them. Yeah. Now I really like that idea. Yeah. It, I don't think it's being too harsh to say that's much too good an idea for this film. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And it wasn't explored at all. No, and and that's the thing. It wasn't. It was just. It was like a a ninety second bit of this film. Yeah, and it's a real shame because it's a really clever idea. Where you've got an idea. You've got there's a real like political allegory there. Yeah. For like, I don't want to get too deep, <laughs> but especially with like you know old fucking piss eye tango monster, who's the president of the. United States at the minute <laughs> with his sort of illegal camps in piss high tango monster. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. I said I didn't want to get too serious, but he's got all his illegal refugee camps in on the bloody American border. Yeah. I I just thought, hang on, there's something more to this here. If you'd have really wanted to expand this, yeah. there's a great idea for a proper film here. Yeah, agreed. And it, somehow it's just stuck in this film. <laughs> but then once they get in there, they're kind of instantly faced with some zombies, aren't they? Yeah. And obviously these zombies haven't gone through that cattle run. So they're fresh. Yes. These are like new... Straight fast... out of the refugee tent. Yeah, fresh zombie. That little girl that we met earlier was there Yeah. with her teddy bear. And there's loads more and they're all like really fast. They're proper, proper speedy zombies. And they all manage to escape and they trap them behind this door. 
which Mel and Archer so hold they go, short. They go back, back the way they came. So they they retreat from oh, this refugee bit. They go back into the room that the ceiling zombie dropped down from. Yeah. So yeah, Mel and Archer are kind of holding, holding the door, door shut, but they're also coming from the other way. Yeah, from the oven bit. So they're kind of trapped in this little room. Yeah, the three of them. But two of them because Lewis. It just fucking does one. Just doesn't does he? one. Leaves them both there. Gets out through the ceiling vent. Yeah, goes up the zombie chain. <laughs> And yeah, just leaves them both there. And it's like, wow, what a cunt. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> um, Mel kind of starts climbing up the chain to follow him. But Archer doesn't. He's trying to keep the door closed. And then he decides, no, what I'm going to do, I'm going to go back into this room and just start shooting shit. Yeah. So he's, he's got, he's basically down to the, the last gun. He's so got, he's a, got a handgun, yeah. yeah. So I didn't get his thinking there. I no. know he was trying to die a hero. At least but, try and go up the rope. Yeah, exactly. No, he just ran into the room where they'd just come from and started yeah, shooting. That's fine. That was the last time we see him. 16 minutes left. Yeah, 16 minutes way. to Brimstone. Um, and they get Mel gets to kind of like a spa area. I feel like that's what it was. So it's back in the reception. Back in the resort yeah. hotel bit. It was like a it was like a health spa type of place. Yeah. But that's been completely overrun by zombies as well. Yeah. The whole island's just fucked. And Lewis comes back in and yeah. meets her there, but he's also been bitten. He has. He's had, well, nibbled. Nibbled, yeah. He's not in a good way. No. <laughs> nibbled. Well, he's nibbled not got a chunk. Zombie. Yeah, he's not got a chunk yeah, out of him, has he? He's, he's, got, he's, got, he's, a, bit in his yeah, he's got a proper bite mark, but yeah. he's not He's not like, missing an arm or anything. Yeah, so Flesh wound. Mel can't shoot him, so she decides, I'll oh, just give him the gun. So she gives him the gun so he can shoot himself, Yeah, which is what's implied. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's kind of implied he's too much of a coward to even do that. Yeah. Because he kind of puts the gun to his chin. Yeah. But then the door opens, door opens and all the zombies, zombies come flooding in. So Mel runs the other way. She, she takes, grabs another gun. She takes another gun, which happens to be on the floor. Yeah. And suddenly she gets pulled into... A, like a room? A room. Like an office. And it's Valerie from Who the I'd start. Who I'd completely forgotten yeah, about. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, her. I remember she, her now. So she's been holed up in her office this whole time. Yeah. As she says, whoa, whoa, don't shoot me, don't shoot me. I'm normal. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a zombie. And Mel is not happy. She calls her an animal. She says, you're worse than those yeah. out there. Um, How dare you run this? What kind of operation is this? Yeah, exactly. Is it, which is fair. Because yeah. <laughs> it's like, what she, cause obviously Mouse now knows what's been going on with the refugees and everything. And she tells her to go fuck herself, yeah. which I thought was quite funny. And Valerie gets eaten by all these zombies. And Mel just legs it. So the zombies get in the room, don't, she? don't they? Yeah, and um, again, specifically that same zombie yeah. gets her from, the from earlier on. Yeah. And then Brimstone executes... Yeah, the timer runs down, and you see Mel running across the beach. She's now on her own. She's it's just just her left. Yeah, so she goes out of one final door. She goes up like a, a tunnel. Yeah, um, sort of, and she yeah she surfaces. Yeah, uh, to again sort of like wasteland a, type. Thing. Yeah, and there's loads following her. There's like hundreds, yeah. thousands probably. Yeah, zombies chasing after her, and and you can see she's just legging it to a cliff. Yeah, and she's. She's just going to jump off the island. <laughs> it looks like it, yeah. And then all of a sudden, just before she jumps, all these planes fly over. Yeah. Like really fast fighter jets fly over. And the island starts exploding behind her. So she is literally, I'm assuming I'm she's a fairly average, yeah. you know, young woman. Yeah. But not like relatively fit. an Olympic athlete no. or anything. She is running between missiles. Yeah, she is. She's dodging them. Missiles are dropping around her. Yeah. And detonating. And she is managing to dodge them. She dodged all of them. The whole <laughs> island's on fire. I know. And she manages to jump off this it's cliff. How big a hole a missile was going to make? Quite big. Big crater. <laughs> no, she steps around them. Yeah, just around them. So she jumps off this cliff and lands in the sea. Yeah. 
and there's some helicopters circling around her, yeah. obviously looking for survivors. Do you think the zombies would have followed her? Yes. Yeah. You don't see any of that either. No. None of them make it. They're not going to just... Oh, no, I'm not going in that water. It'll be yeah. cold. <laughs> no, we don't see any more zombies. But you just see the whole island on fire behind her. It's yeah. quite a good visual, to be fair. And there's like helicopters circling. Yeah. And there's a boat just yeah. over her shoulder as well. Yeah, there is. And then this news report comes on again that we'd seen from earlier on. And yeah. it said that it's been three weeks since the island, the resort was exploded. Yeah, which doesn't come up on screen this time. No, it doesn't. The so news report say, says it, yeah. It's which I like. And it says Melanie Gibbs has been named as the only survivor, but then you see Archer sitting in the bar on his own. Yeah, and they do say, don't they? They say, yeah, she's named as the only surprise, uh, the only surprise, the only <laughs> survivor, and that word has got out about what the what was happening. At yeah, about days. the whole racket they had set up because she passed this evidence over. Yeah. So there's investigations going on and all that sort yeah. of thing. Then you see Archer sitting in a bar, so watching this news report. Watching this news report, so she's obviously not the only survivor. How the hell has he escaped? <laughs> God knows. I have no idea. He had one little handgun and a room full of zombies. And he was going down. Back down. Yeah, but he somehow. That is up there with how did Dolph Lundgren get off that submarine a few weeks ago? <laughs> yeah. In true. Blackwater. Yeah. That's very true. <laughs> and then the news report ends with the, the, she, the woman's talking about this refugee camp and she hears some like noises behind her as yeah. she's talking so she's again she's kind of on higher ground isn't yeah, she she's on, a, on a sort of ridge yeah and there's the beach below her yeah which is the same i guess the same place where she did the news report from at the start yeah. of the film i think it's the same news report so she's off so you can see the resort in the distance, distance. and the sea and the beach below shore. Her. um and yeah loads of zombies loads sort of, of zombies come running out of the sea pile out of the sea so they did all get off yeah. the island and they've just walked onto the ocean onto the beach and yeah there's loads of screaming and stuff behind them yeah, and that's it. Yeah. End of film. Yeah. Thoughts? This was absolutely stupid. It was really stupid. But it was better than I thought it was. It was not unentertaining. It was quite fun. Um, There's loads of issues with it. Oh, yeah, loads. Loads and loads. It, and it's some of the worst acting we've seen. Yeah, it's up there. Like you said earlier, the guy who played Lewis was awful. Like, really awful. Oh, that like, was so one-dimensional as well. Yeah, it was. Just no, with no a gun. Bill, yeah. No build to his character. No probably had four lines, and it was just yeah. Token, Considering he's supposed it? to be like the main character's fiance, there was nothing to him. Do Grace got absolutely phoned this in completely, completely phoned it in. There was no, he didn't do anything. And I didn't dislike the main character, who uh, the actress Jessica Jude. Van Van der Howe or something. <laughs> something like that. She might have played for Man United, <laughs> um, but it didn't particularly come across that she was in great. Jessica de No, she never looked. Like she was too worried, even though she should have been because everybody else was dying around her. But there's something about it. Yeah, there's, it had a charm. That is like, it knows it's stupid. Yeah. It doesn't, like, it doesn't always look great. The whole thing with Jessica, uh, with Sadie, was just, she just died. As soon as they found that out, she just died. Oh, yeah. There, there yeah, wasn't explored at done. all. Yeah, right, you're, off. you're off now. You're dead. Yeah. And they needed Jack to expose that bit and then he just died. And yeah. It was like all these characters were there just to forward the story. Yeah. And then as soon as they were finished, they just got killed off. It was, I hesitate to say it was a lot like Jurassic Park because it's nowhere near in that level, but the story's very similar. Yeah, and, and I don't I don't necessarily mind when films, you know, you take that from something you've else. You've got an like, idea there. I'm doing Jurassic Park, but I'm doing, doing it with, it with zombies. zombies. It's exactly Fine. what it was. It's like I'm doing Home Alone, but I'm doing it in a school. Yeah. It's, it's, we've watched a lot of it classic films get It doesn't mean you still remade, can't really. do a version of it well. No, and this it isn't, isn't well. This isn't done well, but it's kind of fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. 
for an hour and a half it's entertainment if you like a zombie film you're going to enjoy it there's loads of zombies in it they eat lots of people that's what like zombies said, do and the the makeup for the zombies was good i i that was a lot better than i was expecting it was it was I almost thought, on walking dead kind i of thought level. this was going to be like third fourth rate stuff yeah and it wasn't as bad as i thought it was going to be <laughs> and i really like that idea at the end that whole like we're farming refugees yeah that's a great idea thought, that is quite clever actually that's just, like you say, there's a more interesting movie based on that whole thing. Yeah, agreed. Um, that's this probably where it should have started. Because there's some real stuff you could explore there. Yeah, uh, and this isn't the movie to do it in. But <laughs> no, no, there's not. But it had some. It had some quite cool bits in it. Yeah, there was some nice little set pieces, and I had no issue with it. It was all right. It was nowhere near as good as it could have been, but it was all right. Yeah, no, it, that's that's quite interesting. Nowhere near as good as it could have been, yet somehow better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would say. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, no one stood out. <laughs> no. It was it's weird, isn't it, when films like this are, sometimes you'll get a really entertaining film that's fun to watch. Yeah. But then when you talk about it, there's nothing good to say about it. <laughs> and it's it's really I've noticed it a lot while we've been doing this show. And it is really weird. There's like, not many there's yeah, apart from like I say, that idea about the refugee thing. There's not many positives in this. Because the it's no. there's no none of the action sequences are good. No. Is there any, there's no real, like, standout gory deaths or anything, or originality there either. No. There's nothing here you've not seen before. No. But if you're going to fill 90 minutes, it's all right. There's, I've seen loads of worse zombie films. The yeah, Cured, with the cured, the cured in, is a much worse zombie season, film. Much worse than this. Much worse. And it's a similar sort of premise. It's like the world rebuilding after zombies. Yeah. Similar idea. And The Cured is an awful film. Give me the fun stuff like this rather than that sort of dour... Dour, dredging thing garbage. That, yeah. Yeah, it's much better than The Cure. Check out our episode on The Cure, but don't check out the film. I think probably of the films we've watched so far that this put me most in mind of was probably, weirdly, was probably something like Bait, where it's just that yeah, stupid, stupid B-movie drama. Yeah. 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 It's not a bad shout, actually. Bait finished quite high in season one. Yeah. So I'm not sure this will be that high. <laughs> this, well, let's have a look. Have you got a trivia question for me? Uh, I have, yeah. So before this kicks off, yeah, at the uh, the pre-party the night before, yeah, um, night before they went zombie hunting, can you tell me what cocktails <laughs> Lewis and um, Mel were enjoying? What is it mentioned? Or have I just got to recognise? Believe it is mentioned. They both had the same thing. Margarita. Is that your final answer? That's my guess. Yeah. No. Oh, what was it? Mojito. Oh, I was close. I said an M. <laughs> Oh, I've lost track of the score. Is it four? Uh, you're winning 4-2. Four 4-2. Two. Four two. Okay, so to pull it back to 4-3, can you tell me the name of the charity that was running the refugees? I thought you would say it might <laughs> be that. Hope. My face is giving nothing away. So this is the refugee... Yeah, it's like a charity, isn't it? It's running the refugee camp. Hope to... <laughs> Am I close? Not, not giving anything away. <laughs> Hope to home or something like that? Is that your final answer? Yeah. No. What was it? It was hope for you. Oh, no. <laughs> Very close, but no cigar. Half a point there, surely. No, we don't do halves. Um, that brings us to the stream table. I feel like I'm closing in on you. Do you? You feel like you're getting closer. <laughs> Should we look at the stream table, Nick? Yeah, let's do it. I'd suggest we probably don't need to worry the top half of it. Really? <laughs> what sort of area do you think we're looking at? Where do you want me to uh, read? We've got another zombie film in there, Office Uprisings at six. Okay. It's not... Start there? Yeah, okay. Go go from there down. 
<laughs> okay, so Office Uprising is six. It's not troubling that. No. No. Not for me. Miracle Mile is at seven. It's not troubling that. It's not troubling that. Burning Sands is at eight. It's not troubling that for me. Emo the Musical at number nine. It's below Emo we the can't Musical st- for We me. can't be stuck around Emo the Musical all the time. Um... Christmas break in number ten. Maybe I'm still high on Christmas, but I don't think it. <laughs> I don't think it gets that high either. The clapper number eleven. I would probably have it above the clapper. Between Christmas break in and the clapper. Yeah. How about yourself? Um, it's a tough one. You're right. It isn't as good as Office Uprising, Miracle Mile, or Burning Sands. Yeah, I think you might be right. I mean, Emo the Musical and Christmas Break In are right there together, and they're really weird, chintzy family films. Yes. And the clapper's pure garbage. I feel like it should maybe go. I enjoyed it more than I think I enjoyed Christmas Break-In. Yeah, I could, I could just be prepared to listen to that argument. But I don't want us to be completely stuck around Mir- uh, Emo <laughs> the Musical like we have been for the last like, four weeks now. We're just in a, we're just in a bit of a patch we're where in a, we're in a, they've not been great. Mid-table dirge. But, but they've not been <laughs> yeah. awful. So you want it under Christmas Break-In? I think so, yeah, for me. I'll take I'm happy to put it there. Okay. I think it should maybe be a little bit higher, but... We'll put it there. Which and I I'll think they're, and they're not dissimilar because they're both they're they're completely dissimilar <laughs> films. But in the way that I feel about them, because they're both bad films. Yeah. But they had little bits in them that were quite entertaining. Germs of a bit of a good idea, which or... the clapper didn't have. No, no. Even the musical had that as well. It was a decent film, but there was it was trouble. There it was had trouble. songs. Yeah. <laughs> Bernie Sands was a good film, but was really hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll put it. Between Christmas Break-In and The Clapper. So what, what number's that? 11. 11. That's, that's lower than I was expecting it to end up. Was that 11 out of 15? Was this yeah. episode 15? 15, yeah. I, I, I think I'm comfortable with that. Okay. I still think Burning Sands is maybe a little bit too high. We'll get there. We've, we've got 10 episodes left in the season. I know. How quick is it going? I know, really it's quick. so scary. Um, that just leaves us to bring on next week's film. Yes. You ready? I sure am. I will open the randomizer, which will randomize next week's film. Don't forget, if you join the Patreon and you come in at level 10, you can see this long list of films. We're going to publish it for the first time ever. I know. We need to audit it before we do, we do that. To, especially if there's loads of stuff coming off on New Year's Day. Yeah, I think there's like 150 films left on New Year's Day. That's a lot. They're leaving. Yeah. Well, there should be some good left. ones coming on then. Hopefully. Yeah. Right. Do you, Are you ready for me to press this button? Yes, sure am. It has picked a film called Small Crimes. Okay. Have you heard of it? It means nothing to me. Okay, let me just look it up. It says, A disgraced former cop, fresh off a six-year prison sentence for attempted murder, returns home looking for redemption, but winds up trapped in the mess he left behind. Ooh. Stars uh, Nicolaj Costa-Valdo. Ah, from Game of Thrones. Jamie Lannister. Also stars Robert Forster, who passed away recently. He was the guy from Breaking Bad. He's... Oh, the fixer. Yeah, the fixer guy. Do you want to watch the trailer? Yeah, let's do it. <sighs> so what do you think, Joe? I don't think that's for me to say. Second chance. I mean, it's a nice idea, but... But... I made terrible choices. I drove my family away. I... I hurt people. I can't do anything about before that's done. I can show people I've changed. Would you like to take communion before you go? Oh, no, I'm good. What are your plans for work? We don't want things going back to how they were. Joe! 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 Joe!
Yo, motherfucking Ben. Scotty. Look at you. Clean slate, huh? Oh, yeah. And I'm ready to move ahead with good life. Whoa. Oh. Well, I hate to break it to you, but you're on the hook here, Joey. Manny's got to go. Old man's craving salvation by way of confession. But I paid my time. I just want everything to stay in the past. You left Phil breathing all those years ago, or it wouldn't be a problem now. The way I see it, it's your mess. Now you fix it, or I'll assume that we're at odds. It's happening all over again. That prosecutor is going to give me the death penalty. Back then, was there ever any talk about what happened maybe wasn't an accident? You are not welcome here. Your first night home, you're out till dawn. It's impossible to you that I might have changed. Have you changed? Sometimes the trailer's on for so long that you don't feel like you need to watch the film anymore. I know. It looks very different to an all-inclusive zombie-killing holiday. That's it does, sure. definitely. That is that's what I love about this show. Yep, it's sort of different every week. Could have a kid's film the week after, for all we know. <laughs> yeah, so go out and watch Small Crimes, and we'll come back next week and we'll talk to you about that. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. Bye.